From Bumble Australia and Shameless Media, this is Love Etc. When my love takes me home, it's one of five to thirty miles on. Foot like lead, nerves like steel, wild ride when it's taking the wheel. Have you had an open relationship? Have you gone one step further and introduced swinging into the mix? Or maybe those ideas make you squirm with discomfort, but you can't help but feel intrigued anyway. Welcome to Love Etc., where your hosts, Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald. Hello, you're listening to Love Etc., a podcast by Bumble Australia, the social networking app where women make the first move. Today, we're talking about swinging in your 20s. To do that, we're going to hear from Eleanor, a woman who has a lot to say about opening up a relationship, having sex with someone who isn't her partner in front of a room full of people, and navigating the jealousy that can come with shattering the lines of monogamy. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Here's Eleanor, a woman who was first introduced to the world of swinging by a man named Scott. So I met Scott on a dating app. We essentially started flirting straight away, talking about our desires and kind of sexually fluid as well, which was pretty nice. That's pretty fast pretty soon. Uh, yeah, it was. At that time in my life, I didn't want anything serious. I'm, I was young. I was, what, 21, 22, just moved out of home, like in my own space, just wanted to have some fun really. So you were in the mental state of, I want to go on some apps and get sex. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you organise your first date? Uh, yeah, first date, which was him coming over to my house on a Sunday evening. I cooked him dinner, so I cooked him a beef stir fry, um, which was horrific. It, was <laughs> <laughs> it, was so, it actually tastes so gross. So um, I initiated things to go a little bit further. And yeah, that was the first date we had, which was really nice. What was the sex like? really good surprisingly um I wasn't expecting much to be honest we'd exchanged a couple of photos and then the first time that I saw him I knew it was going to be good I was insanely attracted to this person and even the conversations because it's not just about sex for me it is chemistry too if the chemistry is not there the sex is going to be bad so as soon as he kissed me I was like yes (laughs) (laughs) we're on jackpot (laughs) yes thank god and it was yeah it was really really good So aside from the sex, obviously that chemistry was there from day one. What was your first impression of his personality and what he's like as Um, a person? Personality-wise, very stubborn, which surprised me. Uh, Very similar to me. We're both Capricorns, if that's guys are into that sort of thing. Um, Please explain, what does a Capricorn do? Very independent, very stubborn, very hardworking, all that sort of jazz. So yeah, it was, we had the same personality. Like it was just maybe a bit too similar at some things, but just a good person. Had you always been in monogamous relationships up until this point? I'd actually never been in a relationship before. This is your first experience of a relationship with Scott or with anyone? With anyone, yeah. What was your view of monogamy? I believe that it's not for humans, um, personally, and I still don't. I read a book, Mating in Captivity, that pretty much changed my view on everything. And what did it say? What did it, it how did it change your view? Because I believe that 
sexually to be with someone your whole life, it's just not sustainable. It's just not going to happen. People have those views, but it's just not mine. Like the temptation is there. And I believe that if the temptation's there, go for it as long as it's not emotional. How long have you held that view for? What age did you read this book? Ah, maybe around that time. So probably around 21 I read this. Um, And then I started getting interested in like group fun and Mm. stuff like that. So I'd always had a view of something different, something more than the normal. And before we hopped on the microphone, you told Zara and I that Scott was from the get-go the same as you, that even before he came to your house, you knew he was similarly inclined. Yeah, so we had discussed what we'd previously gotten up to. I We were on the same wavelength, which was good, but I did take a little while to open it up, though. Yeah. So you start dating Scott. Yeah. You start, what, going on dates a couple times a week? Yeah, so essentially the sex turned into hanging out, turned into my personal trainer as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he was going on dates with him. He was sleeping over my house. We were going shopping together. We were just doing everything together. He was walking my dog, like, just uh, doing heaps, which was really good. How long did it take for you to fall in love with him? Oh, I fell quick, very quick. I'd say I met him in November. I'm very good with dates. I met him in November and I was in love with him by January. So you're in love. It's January. You're seeing each other. When does the idea of also sleeping with other people come into the fold? January. When you're falling in love with him? Yeah. And how does it happen? It happens with a suggestion from him asking if he wanted to attend a swingers event. And I was like, you know what? I've never done it before, so let's do it. All right, stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We are recording this in Melbourne. Yeah. Where are the swingers events? How do do you find find them? them? What the fuck happens there? You need to set the scene. How do you get invited to a swingers event? What do you wear? What happens at a swingers event? Because I have no idea. Okay, so there's multiple different kinds of swingers events. So there's either clubs where there's it's literally purpose-built facilities to it's like a bar, and either upstairs or in a different room there's either a spa, a sauna, and play areas as such. Or there's an event where you can go in at someone's house. Um, You can get invited through particular apps just googling swingers events in Melbourne and you can either pay don't pay it's like special event nights it's all different sounds like trivia night but doesn't way raunchier way less pure (laughs) and no trivia (laughs) so not like trivia night at all so you say yes you say yes I would like to go to this event with you I've never been what do you wear so first night I wore um I actually wore something just like really modest like I wore jeans Boot heels and a top. Oh, yeah. But underneath. Oh, <laughs> I wore just some like, uh, like a lingerie set from Bras and Things, like nothing too crazy. It was like a red set. So you walk into the, we went to a club for our first time, and my first time here had been previously. So my nerves were okay. We walk in, and it just smells like a swimming pool, like because of the spa. <laughs> That is not what I thought was coming out of your mouth. Oh my God. It doesn't smell like anything else. Yeah, I know. I, I'm trying to set the scene. No, you're doing uh, beautifully. Keep going. Everything you can yeah. tell us. How many listeners just like spat out their <laughs> coffee? <laughs> They'll be like, what? 
smells like a swimming pool. It's like chlorine, like really intense chlorine. You walk in, they scan your entry. If you're in a couple, it's free. Um, So we went on a couple's night and single women, um, which are called unicorns in this sort of industry. Like, well, not industry, what is it? Like a a scene, a swingers scene. And then we had a drink. We're still clothed at this stage. You can strip down if you want in a locker room. I decided, oh, wait a minute, have a drink. And then hit maybe 11.30. I was like, all right, I'll strip down. So you're walking around in your lingerie and then you go upstairs and if you find people you like, you get up to it or you're just with your partner. And do you do it in front of everyone else? If you want to. Are Um, there private spaces? Yeah, Yeah, so there's spaces that you can go off to and lock the door and stuff like that. Um, Very strict, like no means no. Very like safe, very good. Um, I've never felt unsafe when you say safe, yep. do you mean that there are like security people roaming the rooms or like is it, that just an, an acknowledged rule that everyone abides by? Like is there supervision? Well, when you walk in there's like rules and regulations and then it's just an unwritten rule that just respect everyone, which is good. Right. So your first night, yeah. who do you have sex with and how do you decide who you're going to have sex with? Um, so the first night we met at another couple. And we did the switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. So he had sex with, with this the, man's girlfriend yep. or wife and, and you had sex with the male partner. Correct. And then I went back to my partner and we had sex again and then went home. And what would happen? Like I'm thinking of a hypothetical here where you walk into this swingers club and you're looking for other people to have sex with and your partner finds someone before you do. Like do you wait around or is the acknowledgement that you find a couple that wants to swap with you? Oh, there's, we went quite a bit. Um, so more often than not, the females are a lot more attractive than the males, unfortunately. So I did take some for the team. <laughs> and other times, if there was just a male that I liked, he would watch. Wow. So some of the time, did you feel like a little bit of pressure? Like, I don't want to have sex with this person? Or were you always oh, keen? No, for sure. If I didn't want to sleep with that person, I didn't. There was no pressure. Um, okay. I do whatever I want to do. And we, there was always a clear rule that if I didn't want to do anything, he didn't want to do with it. We didn't do it. Is there an acknowledged rule that everyone always uses, like condoms? Oh, absolutely. They're everywhere. They're provided. They're, like, in tubs. And there's also <laughs> lube as well. Oh, how yeah. generous. <laughs> Very generous. So lube and condoms everywhere. How did you feel about it when you were going to these events and you were swinging? Did you think it was really, really fun? Were you trying to suppress a bit of jealousy? Like, what was it like? Initially, I thought it was heaps of fun. And then as things progressed, it was not fun for me at all. First of all, what made it not fun? And another element that I want to talk about is age because you're quite young. You're about my and Zara's age. I imagine the people going to swingers parties might be a fair bit older. Did that that come into it not being so much fun? Yeah, essentially everyone's from 30 onwards, uh, between 30 and 60 I'd say. So I would always be the youngest person there. Unless you go to a certain club where they um, take your age, um, they also take body shots and you need to be under a size 14 to get in. You're kidding. I'm not joking. And so, obviously, it's only really stuck up pretentious people there. Coming up after the break, Eleanor's best and worst swinger party experiences. But first, it's time for a Bumble break. Bumble. 
Fish, did you know that when you're swiping to find matches on Bumble, you don't actually have to worry about being catfished? You did tell me this when you were swiping away like a little busy bee last mm-hmm. year. In an effort to continuously keep fake accounts at bay, Bumble has a feature that allows you to request that your matches photo verify their profile. Yep, photo verification ensures you're always matching with someone who is exactly who they say they are, adding an extra layer of confidence to every interaction and allowing you to flirt, connect and network comfortably, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. All you have to do is go into edit profile on your app and tap verify your account. You'll be prompted with an example of one of a hundred random photo poses by Bumble. Take a selfie mimicking that pose, send it to the Bumble photo moderation team using the simple step-by-step verification process outlined in the app. All the photos are reviewed by a real person on Bumble's team and within a couple of minutes you'll receive confirmation or rejection. If you are verified, you'll receive a little blue check mark like you see on any other social media platforms except on Bumble instead of indicating a celebrity, a blue check mark means you're a real person. Download Bumble today and make the first move. One app, three modes, one mission. Let's talk about having an open relationship outside of the swingers parties. So you opened up your relationship as well. What did that look like? What were the logistics like? Logistics was we do not speak about it emotionally with each other we just do the deed and we come back to each other and we just don't talk about it so is the agreement something along the lines of if we are both out with our respective groups of friends we're at a bar we see someone we're attracted to we are allowed to go home and have sex with that person and then we never speak about it we never acknowledge it that's correct because my friends didn't even know I was in a relationship oh wait what did they think I was just seeing this boy and it wasn't exclusive yeah Oh, yeah. So I didn't, I I haven't spoken about this with, like I said, with anyone before. So it was always like, oh, don't you like this boy? Like, why are you talking to other boys while you're doing this? Yeah, like, isn't Eleanor in love with Scott? Why is she sleeping around? Yeah. Yeah, like, why are you doing this? And I'm just like, it is what it is. We're not together, but secretly we were. So when you and Scott had the initial conversation, did you go into detail? So sleeping with someone was fine. Was getting someone else's number and texting them and flirting with them fine? Yeah, that was fine because we would also meet other people through apps. So like we had to initiate how to hang out with them, but it was never dates. It was never drinks. It was purely just the fun. And when you didn't tell your friends, was it a case of it's going to be too hard to explain to them? Maybe they'll be judgmental. Oh, there is a massive stigma around it like if anyone knew what encounters I had or what I did it makes you I personally don't think it makes you a less of a person I think it's great be and do whatever you want but if employers heard about it if my best friend it's yeah people aren't sexually open did you ever feel like or get a sense that some nights he had been with someone else and had come home and you had a feeling but you just didn't want to talk about it and it made you feel weird or did you just block it out At the start, it was fine, but as things progressed, as we started to stop sleeping with each other as much, that's when things started to break down. So it was almost like the more people who came into the relationship and the more people you were sleeping with outside of the relationship, the more the sexual chemistry you had with each other crumbled. That's it. Yeah. Was that upsetting? Um, How much, when we're talking about the sexual chemistry dying down a little, for the average couple, that might mean having sex once a month, but... For you guys, that might have meant having sex twice a week now. What did that look like? Like when you're saying you were having sex less, what was the peak of your sexual relationship and what was the demise? Peak was sex maybe four times a week, like just 
very high sex drives. And then I remember we went to a party and we hadn't slept with each other for about uh, maybe a week and a half to two weeks. And then he found a girl and I was just like, okay then, like you're going to go off with her. And he did and I ended up in the toilets crying. Did you tell him that? Yeah, like he was like, okay, well clearly this isn't working. Um, And I'm like, it's not because you're showing other girls more attention than you're showing me and that was never the arrangement. Was that the first time you had felt jealousy when you saw the person you love go off and sleep with another girl instead of you? Was that the first time you felt it? That was the first and that's when everything crumbled from there on. Did you ever have the urge to like check his phone? Did you ever wonder what was going on on these nights that he was spending with other women did it ever eat you inside because I'm sorry I am a jealous person you guys are gonna laugh tell us so you know how you can see like someone's location through a dating app if they have it on I would look at his location I would know how many k's he was from my house and if it was any other distance (laughs) I would find out yeah that's when I was going full jealous like I would say I'd like because we'd still be matched and I would look at his location and if he's not where he's supposed to be, I'd be like, I'd have to keep it to myself because I'd, I'd look crazy. But yeah, yeah. Did you resent that side of things that if you did vocalise those concerns, you would seem crazy? Because I think a lot of women might struggle with that idea. Yeah. And you know what? We're not crazy. Like, that's the thing. We're not crazy. We Our emotions are valid. And you know what? Our gut's always right. I was always right whenever I brought it up. So trust your gut and just speak. Even if you do feel crazy, just say it. Did you ever stalk these women online? <sighs> Did you ever try to find them? Whenever his Instagram followers would go up. Oh, my God. Oh, I can imagine myself. So you'd look at his followers or following at, list. Yeah, I'll look at his followers and see if he followed them back. And I'll do a real stalk. This is making me sound... No. (laughs) Oh, my God. How is it making you sound crazy? I would be crazy and I'm not in an open relationship. But I think that's quite a normal thing for... I mean, I was going to say jealousy is quite natural. Like, small elements of jealousy is natural and a lot of people don't have an open relationship. I wanted to ask you, how could you ever be sure with the situation that you had with Scott that he didn't just have another relationship on the side? Like, how do you make that distinction? Like, I'm number one, I'm the relationship. Or were the lines just blurred? Now, looking back on it, the lines were definitely blurred because a week or two later after splitting, he was with someone else. Mm. So it was definitely blurred. Again, it's just learning. If I were to do this again, which I probably would, it just needs to make it way more clear. When you were stalking these girls, did you ever see someone that was a totally different look and vibe to you and feel confused? Or did he always go for a particular type? Oh, it was so broad, so broad. Um, I would look at these girls, like some would be really petite, blonde, pale girls. And I here I am, I'm a brunette, tanned, size uh, like 12 to 14. So I would just be like, I don't get it at all. Um, but then the guys that I were going for were all, all very similar. Really? Yeah. So you have a really specific type? Very How long did you try to hold it together for? Oh, not long, maybe a month. I didn't realise I was a jealous person because I've never been in a serious relationship. But I'm mental. Like I I get really jealous and it hurts me. It it brings me, like, it makes me think about all these 
things like I'm not confident, what's wrong with me, I'm looking at the other girl being like, oh, he wants to sleep with her but won't even sleep with me, my private life, you just, yeah, think about everything. And was he still sleeping with other people during this time? He wasn't, that's the thing, because I had the question after that, like, what what's going on? And yeah, it was about a month or so and then we pretty much called it quits. So what happened in that month? Was it just fighting a lot or was it having a lot of serious conversations? Was it you kind of projecting onto yourself in like a self-hatred mode? Yeah, what it, it, like? it was um, more of a self hate um and a more what's wrong with me sort of thing and I'd never felt those feelings before and he couldn't deal with it to be honest because he thought I was into it and I thought I was into it I was but I loved him more than I loved the swinging do you think that he loved the swimming more than anything yeah and he would he would always be in an open relationship like without a doubt did the jealousy consume you do you think once you let it in and you accepted that you were jealous, did it just almost try to ruin your life, I guess? It did. I didn't get over him for over a year. Like, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't do anything. Like, it was just insane. Because I didn't think about what I was doing. I was just having fun with other people. I couldn't sleep with people for months after we ended. So, yeah. Do you think it's because it wasn't like the breakdown of a relationship, but instead just pure jealousy like you loved him so much and your lifestyles were now polar opposites if that's not what you wanted anymore yeah it was crazy because I thought it was what I wanted and then when it just switched I couldn't help it to be honest I still like that lifestyle but I guess my first love I don't know if you could go back to yourself on the day that you agreed with Scott to open up your relationship what advice would you give that version of Eleanor I'd probably tell her to don't overthink things. You don't make up scenarios in your head because they're not happening. <laughs> like I w- would just make up – once I started to get jealous, I'd make up all these scenarios that the chemistry is better, everything is better than me. It's not. I'm a good person. I'm, I've got things going for me. Like just don't lose your confidence mainly. And would you recommend – Open relationships, swinging to other people? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Tell us why. It is so much fun. The people you meet, um, the experiences you do, and if you're worried about cheating, it's going to happen regardless. To like, People are going to do it. So if it's physical, I think great. If it's emotional, it's not great. So even though you struggle with jealousy, is it something that you now want to work through that the next relationship you get into, you want to be able to deal with that jealousy and still have it open? I've thought about it. I've started to see someone recently, actually, in the last few months and we went to a party and I didn't feel one inch of jealousy. But within that time of breaking up, with my ex and seeing this new person I've done so much personal growth and I've grown up that's why older people do it it's a maturity thing you young people are immature young people get jealous and are not sure of themselves and now I feel 10 times more sure of who I am and how I feel so I would definitely do it what is the key to a healthy open relationship communication Without a doubt, you have to you have to st- you have to talk. If you don't talk, it's going to break down. 
Let's talk about that new person. Had they opened up a relationship before? Had they been to a swingers? How do you broach that? (laughs) Well, it was after we first initially slept with each other. I asked, (laughs) I'm very um, out there. I asked a question. I'm like, so like, what are you into? Are you a little bit kinky or anything like that? He's like, oh, like when I was younger, I used to do parties and stuff. And I was like, oh, me too. We haven't opened it as such, like it's still very exclusive and I think we won't do individual things. I think it will just be together if we were. What do you, I'm sorry for being so ignorant about (laughs) this stuff. What do you mean only together? Like we will only play with other people together in group scenarios. I will will not go. So you wouldn't do a switch? No, no, no. We'll do a switch with another couple, but I won't go on dates alone. (sighs) Yeah, I won't go with. By myself, he won't go by himself. Yeah. Right. And if you do – so swingers parties are the perfect alternative then, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I'd say, like the alternative. An open relationship in the future maybe, but I want to keep it special for now. Can you tell us your best sexual experience while swinging and can you tell us about your worst sexual experience? Um, my best – swinging experience I had was about a month ago with uh, my new partner. We went to one of their house uh, events, which was in kind of little country town just out of Melbourne. Walked in and this house was purposely built for swinging. Like, Yeah, like it was really like chains on the roof, like sex swings, um, like lockers. Imagine putting that up on (laughs) (laughs) realestate.com. think there would have to be some renovations together going oh there'd be someone else I'd buy and yeah, make money off gonna it. I say there's a market for there it clearly. absolutely a market for it. This was the first one we went to each other and the reason why it was so good is because my current partner would always reassure me. He would always be touching me, wanting to kiss me, not wanting to leave me, wanting to do things together and we did like we went with um, another couple who was there um same age which was great um she was a nice little blondie he was also blonde and we just hit it off and we had about maybe 20 people watching us what whoa yeah 20 people watching you yeah so no one sex so no yeah so no one had played at all that night and we were like let's get the party started and then they all watched us it reminds me of the first people to dance on the dance floor at the wedding like come on I'll take one for the team (laughs) pretty much yeah that's pretty much what happened uh and it was so good like it was just hot and heavy and everything was perfect like I can't even explain it was so good so do you get their details and meet up with them again nope I have not spoken to them I don't know who they are I don't know their names I have no idea who they are Okay. But in saying that, it's the same sort of people. I have I saw about 10 people I knew there from previous different parties because it's just how Must be people s- do. It's a thing. Small yeah. scene. Small scene. Time for the worst sexual experience story. My worst sexual experience story was uh, at a swingers evening. It was that time that uh, I got jealous. So we were just in the like common area um he had found a lady and I went with the lady's partner but the thing that happened was that Scott went into a different room and locked the door and this is when we weren't sleeping with each other so 
I could not enjoy myself one bit for whatever was happening to me at that time. I literally told the guy to get off me and they continued. I could hear them next door. My heart is shattering and I'm down in the bathroom crying and saying, let's go home. So you had to wait for him to finish? I I did because I felt sick. I just like why like I I said to him I'm like why do you need to go into another room like why I thought we we do this because we're doing it together sort of thing so it's like you don't want to sleep with me you don't want to be in the same room as me so obviously it's going to make me feel like shit so how long did you wait for oh look not that long Love Etc. is a production from Shameless Media. Sign up to Bumble Australia, the social networking app where women make the first move towards friendship, professional and romantic relationships.